Hello and thank you for joining me. This is Jaded. I'm Jody. And following up to a promise made earlier regarding the death of a young man when I was in high school. Um, I didn't know his name at the time, or at least I didn't recall it. And I said that I would chime back in to at least give dedication to this young man and his life that Though I didn't know him personally, it most definitely affected me. This young man's name was Jason Trembath. And I pulled up an article regarding his tragic death uh, that I'm going to quote now uh, from kitsapson.com. And this was posted December 3rd, 1992 quite a long time ago, I understand. And it was posted from Brighton, Colorado. Ninth grade Sean Driscoll shouted, shoot him, shoot him, before he picked up a gun and fired three shots that killed a high school baseball player, a police detective testified Wednesday. But Sean's attorney seemed to set up his defense strategy when he said Sean was falling down drunk the day he allegedly shot and killed 17-year-old Jason Trembath in Thornton Park. Adams County District Judge John V. Hill determined there was enough evidence for 14-year-old Sean to stand trial on first-degree murder charges. A bond hearing was scheduled for December 17th of that year. The incident began about 2 p.m. on October 25th, 1992, when Jason and his 15-year-old brother Michael were hitting baseballs in their backyard. When they went into a nearby park to retrieve a ball, they encountered a teenager named Mark, says Detective Moriarty. Mark said to Jason, what are you looking at? Moriarty testified. Then Jason said, what are you looking at? Mark then made some hand gestures as if to say, you want to fight? Moriarty said. Mark and Jason swung their fists at each other and Mark knocked Jason's baseball cap off his head. Michael Trembath, the young brother, then saw Sean pick up his brother's ball cap and put it on his head. Soon, a 14-year-old boy named Joe entered the park carrying a gun. He had gotten the gun from under a bed at Mark's house nearby, the detective testified. Sean Driscoll told him, Just shoot him, said Moriarty. Joe fired a warning shot in the air, dropped the gun, and ran to help Mark fight Jason. As soon as Joe drops the gun, Sean Driscoll immediately picked it up, Moriarty said. Then, Michael, the younger brother, heard a shot. Michael thinks it's a BB gun because it doesn't sound like a real gun, Moriarty said. Sean is directly facing his brother. His brother kind of moves like he's been hit. Michael then heard a second shot. A third shot apparently was fired. Michael saw his brother fall to his knees, saying, You shot me. Mark and Joe then kicked Jason in the head, Moriarty said. Joe, Mark, and Sean ran from the park, and Jason made it far enough to stumble into his living room. Michael, his younger brother, called 911, but Jason died two and a half hours later. Sean was arrested less than an hour after the shooting, but was not tested for intoxication until about 9.30 p.m. His blood alcohol reading was 0.042%, which is below the state's legal limit. But Sean's defense attorney said experts will extrapolate Sean's reading back to the time of the shooting and show that it was at least 0.155%.
which of course is higher than the state's legal limit at 0 0.8 or at 0 0.08 sorry when I recorded the episode earlier regarding his death and the impact that it had upon my school I was very emotional, very moved as I still am this young man was 17 and due to a ball going outside of the fence and him needing to retrieve it he lost his life to me that is huge monumental it affected me it does still to this day yet when I read that article to my son in the car earlier for him it was just daily news it did not affect him I mean of course it wouldn't it wasn't his friend it wasn't his school but his response was mom we got that all the time kids killed themselves every day and the only time the school showed that they cared was on those days. And I said, what do you mean, son? What, what do you mean? And he says, well, the whole school seemed to come to a halt. And everyone knew about this one kid that killed themselves. And I thought, how does he not know? How does my son not know that every person that works at that school gets up every day and leads their life specifically to help him and his peers. How do they not know? And he says, Mom, they just get up every day like everybody else. And I said, well, yes, son, they do. However, their day consists of helping you, teaching you studies, teaching you classes, that are required for you to be able to enter adulthood fully educated with the information that you need. They have several choices. All of those teachers do. All of the administrators. Everyone at that school has a choice. And they choose to be there for you. And my son just could not grasp that. Which honestly confounds me a bit, if I'm using that word correctly. How does he not know that people dedicate their lives to his existence. That people that he doesn't even know have set their lives to be solely intent upon furthering his future in this world. I know that this is a huge, huge dilemma for many teachers, for many people, administrators, etc. The youth just don't seem to know. They can't grasp how much the world sacrifices for their better, better, betterment, bettering. I don't know, but teachers that teach every day, they may not know my son specifically, but their desire and their devotion is specifically to help young people be better, help educate them, help give them all of the tools necessary to be able to navigate this world as it is. And maybe I'm cutting him short, maybe I 
am not realizing how different it is to be a kid today because I'll tell you, I don't know. It's not like the world I grew up in, for sure. It's so very different. I'm sure during the years I was in high school, there were kids who committed suicide. There were children who felt the world was so big and evil that they couldn't navigate it and instead took their lives. I'm sure that there were. But most definitely the numbers did not reach where they are today. And I can't tell you one kid in, in the four years that I was in high school, I can't tell you one that took their life. I don't know if that's ignorance on my part or if it just was not the raging epidemic it is now. I met a woman last summer who told me that Douglas County, where my all of all four of my children have gone to school, Douglas County is the number one county in Colorado for teenage suicide. I think I knew that. I, I know at least there was a student who took their life at Ponderosa High School while my oldest was attending. I know, at least in the time that my daughter has been there, there's been two, many, many more than there were during my lifetime, and many more, not my lifetime, but during my high school experience. And it's just a, it's a tough subject to broach. Now, Jason, Jason Trembath, was a victim of, of I don't know what, bad parenting, um, a world where they felt there were no consequences. I don't know. But the fact that I forgot, I feel, is pretty terrible. And his parents, I, I don't know what it's done to them but I do know that their son made a lasting impression on me, though I didn't know him. His life was important. It was significant. And to let that pass without me giving him tribute is ridiculously absurd. Jason Trembath was playing ball with his younger brother. Ball went over the fence there were some not-so-good guys on the other side of the fence. No wonder so many parents try to keep their children close to home. On the opposite, you know, we have kids that don't have parents that don't feel like they have a place that they can call home. This world is not easy. And finding security in any facet is a relief. I do hope that his parents have found some peace. I hope they know that their son was amazing and that he will not be forgotten. And as important as that is, I am following through with things I say I will do. 
Jason, I didn't know you. But yet I do know of you and your life meant something. Indeed. I hope your parents are being well cared for. Your presence will never not be missed. Thank you for listening. This is Jaded, and I am Jody.